In history, many companies will come and go. However, there is one that will seem to outlive everyone, Nintendo. For years, Nintendo broke the mold by pursuing their own innovations and creativity. With its ups and downs, Nintendo's impact on the gaming community cannot be overlooked. Hi, I'm Alec James. And I'm Christopher Goodyear. And this is One More Game. One More Game with Alec James. Come on, man, just one more game. Oh, all right. Welcome back to the One More Game podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I am accompanied, of course, by my great co-host, Christopher Goodyear. How are you doing tonight, man? Hey, man, I'm tired as always, but you know you know the drill. I mean, that's that's realistically just how my life is. <laughs> but what about you, man? You <laughs> is there ever going to be a time that we're not tired? We always... <laughs> we, we, you we, know... We rush home to really make, you know, record this podcast right after work, so it's going to be expected. You know, we're just going to yeah. be... <laughs> and we're and, be and, zoinked and, every and, time. And le- yeah, unless unless I end up winning uh winning millions somehow, you know, or that and this podcast uh gets big enough to where I can just do this for a living, I think I am going to uh just be forever tired on this podcast. So. <laughs> well, I hope you make millions for the sake of both of us, because then that would really be great. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah, then I wouldn't have to do anything. <laughs> you take exactly. it all over. Oh, exactly. Man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, nothing too crazy has happened in the past week, though. I mean, of course, been playing, still been playing uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Haven't had as much time to play it uh, this past week, but uh, d- still, you know, definitely plan on playing that probably later tonight. When I am free, uh, but it's just so much fun. It's so much fun. I haven't touched my Xbox in like two weeks. It feels like longer. Like I haven't turned on my Xbox in so long to play with with other people. But once this game came out, man, I was like, other people? What? Those exist? Nah, nah. I don't exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't need. I don't know yeah, if you, you ever have had a game like that. I'm sure you have. Uh, where no, you absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I mean, how I bet your wife is just in, in, over there, just like in the corner, like forever alone. Oh yeah, no, she's she just got a loves it. <laughs> she's just hey, she's got herself like a cobweb growing on her and everything. You know, no, exactly. She, so. <laughs> she actually said to me she didn't mind it uh, when I played uh, Zelda because she was like, usually like when I'm playing games, she's trying to sleep. So um, when I'm playing Zelda, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not like, oh my god, this kid's won, he's won, oh, you know, like screaming and stuff. <laughs> and so she was like, I actually don't mind it when you play Zelda because I can sleep and and it's it's peaceful. I was like, oh well, what do you know? <laughs> well, that's good. I guess this works out for both of us. <laughs> so yeah, that's Wait, you know, hey, you're, you're not just screaming and you know in the background being like, I'm gonna have sex with your mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. I'm gonna get you banned. You're cheating. Yeah. Yeah. My, my my dad owns microsoft he's gonna ban your account that's right that's right my dad owns microsoft yeah that's the classic well that's the best one in the book right there exactly (laughs) love it man yeah anyway yeah she can't i mean we can't complain so it's 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 fine it's fun you know i don't know Uh, what you've been doing this past week but uh well you know honestly besides i've been playing uh some stardew valley with a buddy of mine um so i've been having fun with that that's cool, man. Right on. Uh, in case you haven't figured it out already, of course, the topic for tonight is Nintendo. Uh, now, Nintendo, Nintendo, like we stated earlier, it had such a big impact. Like, it still has such a big impact on the community of gamers. You just can't overlook it. You know, it, the games that this that this company releases and the the slam dunks one after the other, the mascots and the 
everything that they that they've thrown out. And what's so funny is that like Nintendo has had its ups and downs. You know, they've released really great stuff. They've released stuff that is questionable to say the least. Trash. Uh, <laughs> but they always seem to come out on top. Even with this recent Zelda game that was just released, Tears of the Kingdom, I mean, it's got like a major shot for Game of the Year, like 100%. I mean, it's one of the fastest selling video games uh, of all time, I think, as of right now. Like, so really? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy how much it's sold, like, just like that. Um, So, you know, that being said, I mean, you could take a game like Horizon Zero Dawn and like do a pan. I saw somebody doing that on like TikTok. They were like, Oh, look at this pan of Horizon Zero Dawn. And then look at this pan of, you know, Zelda. And they and it showed like, oh, Zelda's graphics weren't nearly as good as Horizon Zero Dawn. And I was like, well, that is true. But like, you know what? People, people don't really care sometimes about graphics. Exactly. And that's Nintendo's MO. Like, they never really have been about the graphics. If anything, they've more so indulged their own creativities, their own innovations, and just really focused on making a quality game. You know, that that when you play it, you just dive into and you can have so much fun with it. Something that's polished and 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 complete and and fun to play, you know, regardless of said graphics, you know. So I really love, you know, this. uh, I I love this topic. I love I love Nintendo products. I love their games. Um, I I was surrounded by them as a kid. I don't know. You you were more of a a Sony kid, I think, Chris, right? With Mm -hmm. the PlayStation 2. Um, I definitely started on you know earlier nintendo uh you know consoles and stuff like that so i definitely have a really deep appreciation for uh nintendo so i love to talk about this um i'll just jump into the synopsis uh real quick i tried to tone it down of course you know the smallest i could Um, yeah well i mean it's kind of hard to with such a huge company (laughs) right exactly and i'm gonna butcher some of these names because uh a lot of them are japanese (laughs) so it's too bad too bad too bad i'm not the one reading it today i actually uh Actually, can pr- pretty good with the Japanese names. So. Oh man! If I had known, I'd just be like, "What you do?" Uh, oh well, we're already here. I'll just send it. Yeah. It's <laughs> all, all right. good. I believe in you. All right, thank you. <laughs> okay, so it reads: Nintendo was founded in 1889 as Nintendo Karuda by craftsman Fusa Fusashiro Yamauchi, and originally produced handmade Hanafuda playing cards. After venturing into various lines of business during the 1960s and acquiring a legal status as a public company, Nintendo distributed its first console, the Color TV game, in 1977. It gained international recognition with the release of Donkey Kong in 1981 and the Nintendo Entertainment System and Super Mario Bros. in 1985. And I think that's what most people are going to, you know, uh, remember from Nintendo as their big landmark, you know, console. And yeah. Um, since then... Nintendo has produced some of the most successful consoles in the video game industry, such as the Game Boy, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo DS, the Wii, and the Switch. It has created numerous major franchises, including Mario, Donkey Kong, The Legend of Zelda, Metroid, Fire Emblem, Kirby, Star Fox, Pokemon, Super Smash Bros., Animal Crossing, Xenoblade Chronicles, and Splatoon. And Nintendo's mascot, Mario, is internationally recognized. The company has sold more than 5.592 billion video games <laughs> and God. over 882.6 million hardware units globally, including <laughs> color TV game and game and watch sales as of March of 2023. 
<laughs> it's crazy. That um, is insane. I know, I know, dude. I, it's, yeah. Uh, Nintendo was founded as Nintendo Karuda on, on 23rd of September, 1889 by craftsman Fuzajiro Yamauchi in Shimongoku, Shimongoku, Kyoto, Japan, <laughs> um, as an unincorporated or unincorporated establishment to produce and distribute Japanese playing cards or Karuda from Portuguese, Portuguese carta, which means card. Uh, most notably Hanafuda, or yeah, Hanafuda, which Hanafuda's means flower right. cards. Yeah, flower cards. The name Nintendo is common or commonly assumed to be leave luck to heaven, but the assumption lasts, lacks historical validation. It could be alternately uh, translated as the temple of free Hanafuda. Hanafuda cards had become popular after Japan banned most forms of gambling in 1882 through tolerated Hanafuda. So it's interesting here because Nintendo actually didn't start as a video game company and many many people might not know that if they don't do the research you know into nintendo but they originally started as a card company like creating hanafuda you know these these hand-painted japanese playing cards and from there Mm. they evolved you know it's from into making toys you know after that and then after that you know electronic units and and started getting into the more you know uh once they started developing and getting more money and bringing more you know office spaces they focused in their efforts a little bit more, you know, in kind of in the 1970s, 1980s, uh, into, uh, you know, electronics and stuff like that. So interesting, interesting. It is interesting. It's very, very cool, though, you know, to see their, their, uh, just the history of Nintendo, not even being a video game company to start being something else completely different. So I didn't, I, I never knew that. Honestly, that's actually pretty dang cool to find out. Yeah, so. it is. So, with that being said, Chris, I know you're not much of a Nintendo fan. Do you have like any sort of like like favorite Nintendo game or anything like that, or relatively any title within the oh, series? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I actually do. I mean, I didn't grow up on Nintendo, but I definitely do, for sure, enjoy it. Um, I, I there are definitely some Nintendo games that are, are near and dear to my heart. Um, God, let me think. I guess. First and foremost, I grew up uh, playing Animal Crossing. I loved Animal Crossing mm-hmm. as a kid. Oh, I really I loved did. it. Yeah. So that too, one, man. that one is going to be uh, something that's uh, pretty fun. Um, yeah, I guess Animal Crossing is the big one. To be honest, yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I sorry for everybody who's a Nintendo lover. I, I, I grew up Sony, and uh, <laughs> it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely do love Nintendo, but you know, I played Mario Party and. Um, all of the a bunch of mario games but you know something that i honestly think animal crossing is the only one that really mm-hmm. stands out to me in the sense of uh in the sense of actually like having i guess you uh, what's the word i'm looking for um memories with mm-hmm. so, was it, do you remember which one it was was it the uh, ds one the uh or was it on the GameCube? was it um... so the first one i started off playing was uh, the Animal Crossing that was on the GameCube. That was the one that I remember playing. Uh, it wasn't even my GameCube. It was a kid that lived um, down the street from where I lived, and I used to play over there at his house all the time. Uh, yeah. Which, honestly, I kind of feel bad because I kind of just used him for the GameCube. Considering oh, come on. That, we all had that friend. Considering, con- considering, <laughs> the, considering the game is literally single player. Yeah. Um, no, that's how I was though with a friend of mine when I was a kid. He just always had the newest, best game stuff, and I'd want like I'd be like, "Yeah, I'll go hang out with you," but like, you know, I'm gonna be playing this game the whole time, you know? Yeah. 
Um, but after that, I played it on the DS, uh, the one on the DS that came out. There was Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing Wild World, I believe, is the one that I played on the DS, and then yep. there was Animal, and then there was Animal Crossing uh, Big City or City Life or City Folk or something like that. And yeah, you're right. And oh, that was, oh, that was on played. the Wii. Was that, that was on the Wii, and then yeah. that's the one I played on the Wii. So those are the three that I played. Um, I, I love Animal Crossing to this day. Occasionally, I will get on my DS and play it as well. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's it's a just such a fun game. So I really agree uh, with you, man. Animal Crossing was so much fun. I started off on Wild World um, on the DS, and God, like that was I had such good memories with that game. I still want to get a DS today. Like I used to have one. You never I had have one. The game. I did have one. Oh, okay. um, but I ended up selling it or getting rid of it, and selling you know uh, Animal Crossing before I even really cared that much about keeping video games around, and uh, I regret it, you know, because I I do want to go back and play it. Um, funny enough, when I introduced gaming to my wife, I was like, you know what, you might like is Animal Crossing. I was like, it's a slow paced game, you know, kind of more sim like. It's it's charming and and sweet. And just like very fun and but addictive and like you could just get into it. And I, I started her on the newest one. And I think that was the problem was that I don't know if you've played the newest one, but it just it's a little bit more complicated than I think it needs to be. And the, yeah, the older that's ones what I hear. Yeah, the older ones just had this like simplistic charm to them. And I'm sure you, yeah. you know, you know what I'm talking about playing the mm-hmm. older ones. The simplistic charm of those games really just were so so much to adore. And I want to get her trying it again, but I want her to try the old ones. And so I was like, she really likes playing, you know, on handheld for some reason. So I was like, maybe I'll get like a DS and have her try Wild World and see what happens. But <laughs> I think that would be good. I think that would be a good idea, especially since they're so cheap nowadays to get like a refurbished DS. Is like, I think it's like 70 bucks, to be honest. Oh, totally. So, yeah, totally. And, uh, you can get all the uh, games. I think that'd be pretty fun. Um there was actually going to be something that you uh, wanted to mention. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was uh, whenever you were reading the synopsis of uh, Nintendo. Was it about the playing cards? Like about how they uh, they make Hanif- the cards? Oh, oh, oh! Now I remember. Now I remember. Um, so you know, you mentioned since in Japan it's illegal to gamble. Do you know how they get around that? No. How? So it, gambling is still quote unquote illegal, but they're very. Uh, good about getting around things and if they're getting around it if uh, like t- on a technicality they don't care which is the funny thing so um <laughs> there's they a will, loophole to everything they, no i mean it's not even like big loopholes like oh that's really smart it's uh-huh. just like oh yeah that's clearly gambling it's but just gambling since, with extra steps yeah it really <laughs> is so essentially the way it works is um they We'll have like like pachinko. Pachinko is very very big in Japan. Essentially, it's kind of like pinball, but instead, it all the um, I don't know exactly how to best describe it. It's, it. There's no flippers and stuff like that. It, there's a whole lot more to it. Um, it. It's the one where it has the pins and it falls down and stuff like that. That was actually like one of the first gambling things in uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. But uh, they'll get tickets. They'll win our points. They win points, and essentially, like after. All the points are collected. The guy will print out a receipt and then like half a block down the road or like three buildings down, there's another place that they can um, cash in the points for either actual money or prizes. And because then it's like, 
oh yeah, they just for some reason uh, they accept these points and they give you money back, and that's whatever reason. Like that's just how they stay in business, mm-hmm. and there, there, there's quote unquote no rhyme or reason to it. So that's kind of like how they get around it, which. I mean, it's, it's clear. So you're saying connected. they win tickets and then they go and they exchange them somewhere else? I said like a building, uh, like two like two or three buildings down or like in a shop, you know, and it, it, it's really? not a, yeah, it's not necessarily even like tickets all the time. It's like uh, sometimes points they'll print out on a receipt and then that number will be circled down. They go, you know, they're, they're somehow connected. I guess they get the money from the parlor that, mm-hmm. you know, the gambling place and then they just give it to them. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of crazy well, how that works. Well, I mean, yeah, I, it, it's just gambling with extra steps, man. You know, <laughs> whatever works for you, you know, <laughs> I don't know why they wouldn't just make gambling uh, legal, but uh, you know, I, I don't point. know. I, I don't really know. don't. So don't there's know, a lot man. of things. There's a lot of things like that in Japan. Japan is uh, an interesting country. That is for sure. Oh, um, I don't doubt that. I mean, I'm sure they could say the same thing about America too, though. You know, like we oh, yeah. all have we all have our weird quirks and our funny things that we do that don't really make much sense. And have you ever thought about all the crap that's in our food, man? Like, I was just going on a tangent mm-hmm. with my wife about like the difference between European like food and like American food. I was just like, dude, like this is actually like unfair and crazy. Like how different food is in Europe, how much better it is for you. Even like soda, (laughs) you know, like how much better like European soda is like you come out here and you got like a bunch of different like chemicals and stuff on the, on a soda. You go out there. It's like orange carbonated water, sugar. That's it. Like, (laughs) well, I mean, even, even in something, something is similar in in like uh, our simple as like, let's say chocolate, right. You know, chocolate, the reason why Europeans, a lot of Europeans, when they taste our chocolate, they hate it is because there's actually a chemical in chocolate. That is the same. It's one of the same chemicals that's in vomit for whatever reason. I'm not, I'm not even joking. And uh, because of that, that's why a lot of people actually uh, from Europe, uh, European countries, they say our chocolate tastes like literal vomit yeah. and bile because it has that. And in Europe, theirs does not have uh, theirs does not have that chemical. So that's why a lot of times Americans, whenever they try European chocolate, they like it a lot more. So yeah, it's uh, it's and, and it's-, it's funny how you're you just get used to the flavor and just don't even notice it over time. Yeah, could you imagine being in European and biting into some chocolate and it tasting like vomit? Like that's just, just stupid to me. It, it, it's like one of those uh, those multi flavored jelly beans that has like all the different flavors. The nasty. Oh yeah, like ones. booger flavor. <laughs> yeah, or like earwax flavor and stuff like that. God, <laughs> some yeah. of those are bad. I, oh, they're I, I, so bad, dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I remember those as a kid, like getting getting one of those nasty ones, almost throwing up. It's fun, yeah. though. You know, good. Oh times. yeah. For sure. <laughs> but still, like you could I heard I've heard stories of like people who were gluten free who couldn't eat bread out here would go to Europe and eat bread out there and they were totally fine because Oh yeah, because it, it's not processed. It's actual no, it's, Yeah. It's it's actual like food and they don't like had like all this stuff that we don't need. And it just blows my mind how out here in America, like like they just in order to be healthy, if you want to eat healthy, they market it. 
and and so they upcharge it. You know, if you want to be organic or healthy, they upcharge it. And so you, if you want to do these things, you have to be, you have to have a lot of money, you know, to pay for the food that is quote unquote organic. And even at that, it's not even really that <laughs> much better. It's just either yeah. marketed to be, or it's like got like one or two things pulled out of it to make it like slightly better. It's just not, you know what I mean? Like America's yeah. weird in its own way. Like Americans just have the weird things with food i mean granted when i go to taco bell i'm not expecting a european feast you know what i mean like i yeah. want that to be delicious i don't care what chemicals they put in that i, I mean it's literally it. from a can yeah, yeah i accept okay <laughs> i don't care <laughs> i mean it it is it is it is definitely true on what you're saying i mean heck you know i got a buddy of mine he's from mexico and um you know in mexico canned food is significantly more expensive and harder to you know uh it, it's for richer people versus really? yeah versus vegetables that stuff is you know you're paying pennies on the dollar just because it's so and it kind of makes sense because you know canning stuff there's more process to it why mm-hmm. would you why would it be cheaper over here it's so much cheaper and yet the the fresh fruits and vegetables that's what's expensive right you know it do- doesn't make any sense whatsoever when you think about it you, you it know doesn't what I'm so it's it's um it's just funny how that works yeah it's it's funny america's funny you know we're all funny yeah. in our own way now that i mean I'm, we're done with our tangent about you know <laughs> food yeah. and stuff I, I took us off there a little bit um getting, getting back to it though um animal crossing and stuff like that i really do you know i i agree with you animal crossing was a fantastic such a fun experience and i've played through quite a few i mean i haven't gotten the chance to play the one on the wii but i played uh the gamecube back in the day i played the ds a lot i tried new leaf which was the 3ds version and then of course new horizons which was fun but again like just weirdly complicated you know i i think personally for no real reason like they didn't really explain to you how to do a lot of stuff so even like as an adamant animal crossing player i was like what am i supposed to do here like uh, (laughs) um so you know i think that is where animal crossing kind of fell short just just a tiny bit but still granted i mean fantastic and a great game you know and i mean there's so many others you know for me obviously in case you if you haven't been listening to this i'm sure you can guess which you know series is my favorite out of nintendo it's gonna be you know obviously uh fire emblem uh no <laughs> yeah. i don't think i've ever played a fire emblem game but uh in reality it's zelda i mean zelda almost every single zelda game is just a slam dunk i mean granted you know i'm sure you can nitpick certain ones for sure and be like this one kind of sucked or this one wasn't as good but for the most part they really you know all of them really were special in their own way and god like when nintendo comes out with a zelda game now it's it's a big deal it's such a big deal. And I mean, not even just with Zelda. Take Pokemon, for example, or Pokemon. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it. Look at how massive of of a of a I, I want to say company, but I don't know what you would call it, like a series or like a like a franchise, you know, Pokemon is. It is so much bigger now than than just a video game. It's it's a card game. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? like, and TV show and all that. TV so. show. And I mean, literally, like to the point where you can f- like like hundreds of thousands of dollars for these pokemon cards you know yeah. in terms of oh absolutely i will i will say i think actually technically it came out it was the manga and tv show before it became a video game but right yeah but it is <clears throat> insane like just like how big it is and how oh, huge oh yeah oh yeah but nintendo took it you know they took it and they and they made it into this like huge thing where 
I mean, people are still interested in people who were playing Pokemon when they were children are still into their thirties, you know, interested in Pokemon and stuff like that. It's, it's crazy. You know, when you think about how much these are, or this company has had an effect on people. And so I really do. I give, I give it its respect where it's due with those, with those instances, but for sure. I mean, they got a bunch of, a bunch of things under their belt. They got Kirby. I mean, they got Star Fox, Smash Bros. That was one of my first experiences with video gaming was Super Smash Bros, you know, on the old Nintendo 64. And speaking of which, I mean, the 64, I mean, if you want to go back in terms of consoles, I mean, we could talk about, you know, Nintendo consoles <laughs> if you want yeah. to. Like, it's it's so hilarious seeing the uh, the evolution of these consoles because, like, really, it, it, they were doing good and good and good. And then they were, they came out with the Nintendo 64 and it was like, well, that's kind of a weird controller. They get to the GameCube and it's like, oh, this is awesome. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Great games. And then they decide, you know what? We're just going to like go off the wall. <laughs> and they came out with the Wii. And yeah. How did, yeah it that do, was... how did it do as surprisingly well as it did, though? You know, like when it yeah. came out. And so, like, there's a reason for it, and I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. I, I could I could tell you in a second, but you know, moving on, I, I should probably list off all of them. So you got starting from the beginning, it's the color TV game series, um, and then from there you go to the Nintendo into Entertainment System, the Famicom system, you know, the uh, NES classic, you know, uh, at home gaming console, Super Mario Bros. You get the Super Nintendo Entertainment System after that, and then following in 1996 you get the nintendo 64 which was kind of groundbreaking because 3d had been introduced with like a joystick you know on a controller and so that was a big deal and really cool like a really really cool concept especially for it it really did boost like mario and and franchises like mario and zelda because you had super mario 64 that was released on there you had zelda ocarina of time which were both immensely popular games still today you know and deem some of the best you know iterations oh, of versions yeah. of i think those games. i think it was i think it was ocarina of time and then uh, you got majora's mask and probably yep uh the two big ones that i can think of and then if you want to do a third one it's the uh the fountain one or the the water something one uh help me out here the water one i don't know you have to be more specific <laughs> you, you said you said like it's in the name, but you said there's funny enough. There's you're hardly ever there. Hardly very. Maybe I. Maybe you're I just crazy. Maybe you just may, made may, it up. Maybe <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I honestly can't think of the name now, which is really bugging me that I can't. It, it's okay. Just go on. If go you on remember, ahead. yeah. If you remember, let me know. Interrupt okay. me and be like, "Yo." Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Nintendo 64 released, and those games were groundbreaking to say the least. You know, I mean, it really was such a groundbreaking moment for gaming. I mean, granted, the controllers were weird as all get up, you know, and strangely yeah. uncomfortable, you know, but luckily with their next system, they improved on that tenfold with the Nintendo GameCube, which is personally, if I'm going to go back and say which one is my favorite, I would put the GameCube up there as probably yeah. one of them, you know, because that controller, man, is they upgraded the controller so immensely. It was perfect. It was perfect. And it's still the preferred controller for a lot of people today. So, that, I mean, that speaks a lot, you know, for a controller. It, it, it just, it was perfect in, in the way it was. Not to mention the uh, the games that came out on it at release. It wasn't anything too insane. Um, but shortly after, they came out with Smash Brothers Melee, which was upgraded from the Smash Bros. 64. 
they came out with Zelda Wind Waker. They had Luigi's Mansion. Um, Super Mario, Mario Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Animal I mean, Crossing. Animal Crossing, like fantastic titles on this on this console that could just keep you playing for long periods of time. So loved the GameCube personally. Um, it looks like there was a Panasonic Q system that was technically it was a, it was an add-on to the GameCube, which I I guess could play DVDs or something with it. Um, but those were very rare and and I think only released um, in Japan. So yeah, getting those were <laughs> kind of funny. But then moving on to 2006, we get to the Wii, and I'm sure a lot of people my age, at least your age, grew up with the craze that was the Wii when it came oh, yeah. out. You which know, is, and, it, which was just such a odd phenomenon in itself <laughs> on how how quickly that thing got so popular. Even like just how weird it was. It, it I mean, was. even I, I, I literally have one sitting right in front of me. I'm just like, it's, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's just interesting. It's, I don't know, I don't know. It's just something about. It. I mean, it was. I mean, it's good that you know into the motion. Wii Sports and the and the different Wii games that actually involved like the little sensor bar to where you had to move up and down. Yeah, but it just it was interesting. That's for sure. It was very interesting, and they Nintendo really went into their creativity aspect for the Wii. And I mean, it was really cool though because they made it backwards compatible. You know, the first iteration of the Wii, Wh- which I do love. I which was say. a great touch, great touch, which they actually took out of later on iterations, uh, you know, and for the sake of making it cheaper, which I was like, well, that was dumb. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess like if you want to. Um, but I knew when I bought a Wii again, I was like, I'm getting the backwards compatible one because that's just absolutely inherently cooler. Um, I, I will say this. I don't mean to interrupt. I just no, yeah. will say this. For, this is for any game company out there. Just saying. Just saying. If your console at one point in time isn't backwards compatible, you know, maybe maybe you should do something else. Maybe, <laughs> you should, uh, maybe you should try stop trying to make money off of people like that. You know, yeah. Be, be, be kind. Be kind to your customers. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it just just make them backwards compatible. I mean, it it adds a little bit more hardware, but for the sake of like you know just making the fan base happy, everybody loves backwards compatibility. Being able to play their old. Uh, the last you know generation or the last iteration of console on their newer console is a big deal. Um, but what made the Wii so popular was specifically the ability for anybody to be able to pick it up and understand it. You know, it was marketed to as a family kind of console. You know, when when it was released, and the Wii remote was shaped like a remote. You know, that's why they call it a Wii remote, which was something that a lot of people were already familiar with. You know, at that time, so understanding you know like how to work a we like a remote was much more uh, you know doable than a controller was you know you put a controller in older folks hand they're going to be lost you put a Wii remote in an old folks hand and they kind of understand you know the idea <laughs> you know it was it was, yeah. it was you know what i mean so right that well, right I mean, off the bat you know that was one big deal for them that they one thing they had going for them for sure. I mean, I mean, it's it's funny enough you say that. My grandparents they they bought us a Wii, um, my sister and I, and they decided to buy one for themselves. That's how big the craze got. And mm-hmm. they even played the Wii. My you know my grandparents you know they never played a video game before in their lives, and the Wii was the first thing that they decided to play. And uh, I remember 
going over there and just watching uh, my grandfather play uh, virtual golf, like, you know, the Wii Sports, they had the golf mode. Mm -hmm. And they're just funny as can be watching him play it. He enjoyed it. Um, Granted, they eventually just gave up on it all and gave it to my the rest of their stuff to my sister and I. (laughs) But I think it's just funny in general that they even even, uh, played it as well. But man, yeah, that we that we craze that we craze really was big. I mean, hell, they even had all the attachments for the remote itself. You know, you had the like the the pla- I don't know if you ever got any of them, but essentially it'd just be like little things you put the oh yeah Wii remote in. Oh you know, they yeah, had a, they had the baseball bat, the uh, boxing glove, the golf club, the oh yeah, it's um, ridiculous, man, the stuff they the, made. <laughs> yeah, the bowling ball, the fake. That was the, so dumb. <laughs> the, the, the guns, the guns, yeah. the little steering wheel. So it, it's they, they, hey, they saw an opportunity to, um, you know, it's funny. I, I always hate money grabbing things, you know, like, uh, like, you know, uh, fast passes or the, uh, not fast passes, the, like the loot crates and stuff like that are having to buy uh, skins and all, and or like mm-hmm. power-ups and stuff like that. I always hate it when games do that. But yeah, uh, I will say that was that was kind of a smart marketing play because it wasn't just – it was semi-useful. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it was kind of dumb. But at the same time, they weren't like – it wasn't over the top, in my opinion. Now there were a lot of different ones, which I thought was a little crazy, but mm-hmm. they—it uh, wasn't too greedy, I should say. So I—I don't, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. I yeah, I get you. They had like the the steering wheel for like Mario Kart and stuff like that. It didn't really mm-hmm. add anything. It just, you know, it just it enhanced the experience for certain people. So exactly. it was like up to you. It was up to you if you wanted to add that. But like you said. The, the thing is, is that the the technology was really, really good for its time, like surprisingly yeah. cool, you know. And so that in of itself, too, an interesting fact, actually, if you don't have a Wii sensor bar, you can use two candles spread apart about like huh? maybe like, you know, yeah, about six to seven inches. You use, really? two, you use two candles, you put them in front of your TV and you use that as a sensor because that's ultimately what the Wii Remote's looking for. It's looking for like these UV lights or whatever or something like that to to bounce off to know where the TV's at. That's so as long as it has that, it works. Yeah, it's interesting. Super, super. I, when I found that out, I was like, wow, like that's that's really cool. Um, but like you said, you know, your your grandpa or whoever it was was playing Wii Golf. They came out with Wii Sports right on launch like that. And I mean, yeah. Well, Wii I think it sports. came with the console. Didn't yeah. It? Uh, Wii oh, sports? yeah. It did. Yeah. And let's face it, like Wii Sports, like I've talked about it in the past, was a knockout game right off the bat. And I mean, yeah. still to this day, like I, I when I bought the Wii, I bought Wii Sports with it because I had to. And me, we, everybody who came over to play it was like, this is so much fun. Like, it, this it still actually, holds up. Like, to it, this day. It, it actually was pretty fun. I will say that. And the fact that, uh, they there was Wii Sports, and then there was another one that added some games, which I thought were pretty fun. But um, I, I, even even like the little Mies that you make, the little oh, uh, yeah yeah, it's so much fun. The Mies, yeah, there's Mies, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you you know you make them and stuff like that. And I think it's so funny because the um, when you look back at it now, it's it is kind of a not not a cult classic. I always get it confused. It's um, is a cult classic. And then there's uh, uh, the one where it's uh, 
where it's like they make memes and stuff like that. It becomes a classic. What's it? What's it yep. called? The uh, I can't think I of the name. Yeah, I can't think of it either. But I know. Well, it's- anyways, the the uh, the where it becomes po- popular in the memes and stuff like that. The uh, I do love the fact that that song, the me song, kind of did become mm. a meme in itself. It, it did. It, it, it came back. Yeah, you saw it in different things. So you, you know, you hear like ear blasted versions of it and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah, dude, it, uh, that was funny fun. how that works. And you know what? This was the same console that first introduced. I mean, I think technically you could do online with the GameCube, but it was still clunky and hard to do. Not many people did it. You have to, you had to buy like an external, like you know, thing to go on the bottom of the system to connect and connect it with a LAN cable. We yeah. were one of the first to get online connectivity. That was just seamless. You know, you could download the internet, you could download Netflix, you could get buy games off the Wii shop channel and stuff like that. It was, are you it for, was yeah. Are you, was, are you forgetting? Are you forgetting about the 360? Well, oh no, I was talking about in terms of Nintendo. No, you're like other oh, stuff okay. already had that. But okay. Of, I, Nintendo, thought, I thought, I, I thought yeah. you were saying in general, I'm just like, sir, there are so many other consoles. No, I we feel was like, the only one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's like, I feel like we're going to get fact checked very hard and that's going to come back on us. Pretty <laughs> you bad. were like, I got to stop this guy. I got to stop yeah. him. <laughs> He's ruining our reputation. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, for what little we have. So, right, exactly. No, <laughs> no, yeah, there was other stuff before that, you know, obviously, but yeah, the for Nintendo's sake, one of the first times where it was actually easy to do so so that of course you know with the wii we i know a lot about the wii just because it was one of the first consoles i remember when it's just one of the main consoles i had you know growing up so i you, you learn a lot about it and i just remember the moment my parents went to buy one i was hanging out with a friend at my house apparently there was a sale going on at toys r us when they were open <laughs> they had a game yeah. section and she was just like guys we have to go right now and i was like what what what, what? what's going on she's like we just have to go we have to go right now and we we rushed down to this Toys R Us because there was this big mega sale happening on Wii's. And it was such a big deal, you know, because I think a friend of ours already had it. And it was, you know, my parents loved it. So they went and bought it. And my parents don't buy games. Like, they don't do it. They don't, you know, rarely. And even they were like, yo, we're getting a Wii. And so, really? Yeah. Funny. It's so funny how that works, man. But the Wii, you know, just... Yeah, I don't know how it did it. <laughs> I don't know how it did it, but it did it. It so. got even parents playing video games again. Exactly. So yeah, it's exactly. pretty interesting. I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, they came out with, like we said before, the Wii Family Edition, which was uh, not backwards compatible and sat horizontally. The stupid one. Nobody cares about that one. Um, yeah. They came out with the Wii U after that. Now, the Wii what? U, I always thought. Oh, what are you going to say? I was going to say, which was actually kind of another hit as well. I it know was it wasn't as hit. big. Yeah, it, was, it, it was wasn't a... as big, but I mean, it's still people enjoyed it. Exactly. And I think the reason why this happened was the marketing just wasn't there for the Wii U. Like, they yeah. wasn't, it just wasn't marketed correctly. I think with the I think when the Wii U 2 came out, that's when it got bigger. Um, that's, it, you know, there was like a second iteration where they made a decent, a decent amount more. Uh, mm-hmm. But after, mm-hmm. after that, it was the I think it was the switch after that, uh, which I know we'll get to in a minute. But I think that's going to be the, the kind of like the I don't know. It's kind of like the successor uh, between the two. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a white one. And then they came out with like a black model, which I think was a little bit better. Um, but it had no marketing and, and, and it just wasn't. Yeah, it just it sold very poorly with only th- at 13 million units 
uh, sold. In, in comparison, the Wii did 101 million. So 101 compared to 13, like that's astronomically different. Um, so yeah. it's, it's unfortunate, but it, I, I personally think it's a hidden gem still because the Wii U at its core, like I don't think it's a bad system. Like it's it's very no, cool. No, no, it wasn't. Be, being able to switch, you know, from the gamepad to the TV, you know, kind of like a makeshift switch nowadays. Not as cool, but I always thought, hey, you know, it'd be cool is one day if you could take that gamepad with you on a plane or take it in the car, you know, like instead of having to be close by the system, which Nintendo obviously did when they moved on to the switch now before that they had the wii mini which was i don't know why they did that yeah <laughs> um, I... <laughs> you know that little red uh console it's like i i, I don't understand yeah. what, what that was i mean it's it, yeah i mean it's kind of, it's kind of like the same thing with whenever they made the ds they, they made the one the ds that wouldn't fold in half it was just like a, a, a oh the 2ds yeah well is that what it was called yeah, the one that wouldn't fold in half. It was a 2DS, um, just a flat screen. I forgot that we didn't even... This isn't even mentioning the handheld consoles. This is just the, you know, yeah. uh, at-home well, consoles. But... We'll have to do a handheld one another episode, but... Yeah. the I mean, it, it's it's just like... It, yeah, that mini Wii U is just kind of a... Kind of the same thing, just that 2D. It was so weird. I mean, you had the DS... Why the heck would you make the 2DS to where you couldn't fold it in half? Like, the whole thing about it, it's, it's a portable little thing. And then they just made this, like, giant, chunky... I don't know, maybe it was because the the thing that would actually keep the DS open, like the springs or the shocks or whatever, would snap on kids. Mm-hmm. And then they couldn't... Like, it would just be floppy and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe that's why, but it just mm-hmm. it just seems so weird to me. Yeah, it was just a weird console, like the the Wii Mini when it came out. It just there. I mean, I don't know. It just wasn't really necessary, I guess. They came out with after that the NES Classic Edition, which was just a mini console that emulated the NES, you know, and just had a bunch of games on it. I think you could play it like HDMI plug-in stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. So kind of cool, but not like necessary, I guess. If you wanted to go back and play like older, you know, games and stuff, I think it, it's a cool little thing. You know what I mean? I like, mean- yeah, but I mean, all, not... all, all, all honesty, man, I'm just uh, going to put it out there. I just use an emulator, you know, yeah. that's uh, yeah. the easiest way. I mean, shh, don't tell Nintendo. They may come after me. <laughs> Excuse so me. They, yeah. uh, they, they, they do uh, like their copyrights for sure. Oh, yeah. No, so. yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I'm telling on you. So, uh, oh. hello, Nintendo well, Police. <laughs> well, I guess, guys, if you don't hear me from hear from me on the next podcast, you uh, know Nintendo got me. You're so busted. You're going down. I'm, I'll see you in the brig, mister. <laughs> Nintendo's brig. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. And moving on after that, we get to the modern day Switch and this Nintendo Switch OLED model, uh, which was just, you know, basically an updated uh better looking screen from the Nintendo Switch. Didn't didn't change anything on the TV, but you know, in terms of the screen on the handheld, made it a little bigger, a little bit crisper, which I think is pretty cool if you're going to be playing handheld. Um Oh yeah. Nintendo Switch really was uh Nintendo Switch was what we, you know, Nintendo needed. <laughs> yeah. It was a mix of a of a of a handheld console like a portable and a, an at-home console. And this is something, it's a hybrid, you know, and and it, I think the capability of this was just fantastic you know like I mean, being able to play skyrim on the go come on <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean realistically it's it's a it's a 
gamer's dream to be able to be slaying dragons in in the and you know shouting uh shouting uh Fusro Daz at you know Jarls. It's uh, on the go. <laughs> exactly. No, 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 but seriously though, I think the Nintendo Switch, I think Nintendo really hit it out of the park with the Switch just because it is just such an amazing game. I mean, I mean, console, and I, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I really want to get one. I obviously can't afford one right now. They're still like super high in price. They have not come. I mean, granted, they've come out with, uh, I think, like a better version that has you know yep. more storage and all that, but they're still really hard to get and just super high in price. That like the prices really haven't come down at all. So mm-hmm. unless I'll you find one have. on like marketplace or something like that, like you're going to be paying Nintendo. That's the thing with Nintendo is that they know what they have. They hardly ever go down on price. Like you see, exactly. you see Nintendo stuff on sale. I mean, it's, and it, it, yeah. if it, if it is on sale, it's because they're about to release something new. <laughs> and, right. and even still, the older versions are still going to be expensive. I mean, my God, you try to look up like, an original GameCube game or original uh, Game Boy like Pokemon Emerald or Pokemon Red or any of them, they're going to be like 40 50 bucks still just because those are big games. I mean, Nintendo knew what they were doing when they made those games. You know, I can't oh, say totally. – I will say a lot of what Nintendo's, in my personal opinion, um, a lot of their Mario and their – uh, Sonic stuff kind of is a repeat now, but <laughs> the originals of like Pokemon or it, any Zelda realistically, or even the original Mario's, those ones like knocked it out of the park. And yeah. they even to this day hold up well. Absolutely. And I mean, obviously, we have, you know, the newer Mario's, Super Mario Odyssey on the Switch. We have Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and Tears of the Kingdom now, and we have uh, Pokemon. I, I forget what the newest one is called. I but I don't know. I, I'm gonna be honest. I stopped after I black cool. and after <laughs> black and white. I stopped paying attention. Yeah, it just but... got too much when they started adding Pokemon. That was like, oh, this is a frozen ice cream cone. That's what that Pokemon uh-huh. is. I'm just like, this needs to die. Like they yep. they. they they should have let Ash catch all the Pokemon, like the song says. They should have let him be beat the Elite Four and and all that other good stuff. And oh yeah, like like, like literally his the whole theme song is like gotta catch them all. Got like his whole thing is he's wanting to be the Pokemon master, catching them all, like getting all the badges. And he never did it. He, yeah. he probably out of all you know, they kept adding more and more Pokemon after like. By the end of it, I mean, there's probably like a thousand different Pokemon, and he's probably what caught like eighty different types, a mm-hmm. hundred, and he he's only beaten like the basic gems. He hasn't beaten <laughs> any of the Elite Four, or and it, it's just insane. Uh-huh. I they and then the reboot and then the Aloha crap. I don't. Know. I don't it, know, dude. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it's, but I mean, you know, they they're they're trying to. You know, uh, they're trying to appeal to a younger audience and stuff like that, so they're they kind tried. of rebooting it all. So they I mean, I, I don't blame them, but it still is annoying. Yeah, I get you. I wanted to go off of something that I uh, that I stated earlier about the 64 being the first iteration of 3D gaming. I don't want to go too much into it because this is categorized as handheld, but this is one of Nintendo's major flops. Was actually the Virtual Boy. Not many people might know about the Virtual Boy, but it was a uh, like a goggle that you basically looked through. <laughs> I, think I, rem- I think I think I remember that. 
It was released yeah, in 1995, it, so technically a year before uh, the 64, but technically would be considered 3D graphics, you know. Uh, and, but this was Nintendo's first like major failure. Um, yeah, because that was that one failed because it it caused them to have like ridiculously bad uh, headaches, headaches and like nausea. Yeah. yeah, their eyes would start burning after a while. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. I mean, it was bad. Yeah, so. no, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. So they, they it flopped. It flopped very badly. So as good as like Nintendo was, they they had their their ups and downs for sure. Um, that, which is and, and more to come. You know, more yeah. more to come. You know, with with all and these. W- w- when did that come out again? That was ninety five. Uh, so a year before uh the sixty four. Okay. In okay. Obviously, that's like insane i mean it wouldn't have been back then but i'm just like thinking in my head like the 60s 70s and 80s that was like when the toys had actual plutonium and or uranium yeah. in it. like they were not safe did at they? all so did they really some of the no legitimately if you look at the toys back in the day um like they would have like a chemistry chemistry set with actual uranium or plutonium in it what? um they had toys with uh i mean like ovens that were like le- like you know, the toy ovens that would actually burn people, or they had, um, I mean, it, like chemical, like actual gunpowder and stuff like that. It's like chemi- chemistry sets. I mean, the toys were dangerous. They were essentially just like mini versions of tools and other things that we had, you know, growing up. I mean, like yeah. as an adult, but in kid yeah. form. So it's a. Yeah. Uh, Am I surprised? Am I surprised America is trying to kill us with our? (laughs) I mean, I mean, hell, we did have. I guess this uh, would be. Well, I mean, would this be America doing it though? I mean, yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, well, hell, you did have uh, lead paint and asbestos for the longest time. They thought that was fine, and then lo and behold, both of them caused cancer. So yeah, well, you can do everything causes cancer these days. (laughs) That's true. The dang sun causes cancer. The air so. we breathe probably gives us cancer. Like we're done, so dude. I tell people I mean, like if I make it past thirty, I'm doing good at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's just I guess the way it is, you know. It, it it's yeah, just it's eh, it's it's everything. a shame. Everything, yeah. everything's cancer. You know, it just <laughs> it's unfortunate. Yeah. So. Oh man. But getting back to topic, um, out of all of these systems, I'm sure I know which one is already your favorite, but. Out of all the consoles, which one would you probably state is probably your favorite? Out of well, all the Nintendo well, go consoles. ahead. And, well, you you go ahead and try to guess which one you think is my favorite. I would say this: the GameCube. I mean, I'm just taking a shot in the dark here. Um, out of all of them, but uh, would I be correct on that? You would be correct. Uh, nice. GameCube. GameCube was probably my favorite. And if we want to go ahead and do a handheld, DS uh, would be my second favorite. So sure, sure. Um, you know that it GameCube was the Nintendo uh, console that I probably liked the most, and especially just that that classic. You know, you know how the like the PS2 has that startup, the the GameCube has that nice, you know, thing. Oh yeah. So oh yeah, that that in itself has become a meme too, which I think is hilarious. So oh yeah, you're right. I love it. I love that stuff coming back like that. Yeah, totally. I think I would have to agree with you, but. It, it weirdly is it's it's a mix between the Wii and the GameCube. Um, I almost would really? have to say probably the Wii, the first iteration of it, only because it was backwards compatible. So you could do you fair know, like enough. A, you know what I mean? It was like a GameCube mixed yeah. with the Wii. You know, so probably I'd have to say that was my favorite if I had to go with one. I mean, I love 
the GameCube for what it was, and the controller is still my favorite to this day. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I, I might have to I agree. Might have to go with that Wii though, man. All right, but granted, yeah, you know, I, I I I can appreciate that. I think the Wii was pretty dang good too. Yeah, and it did have that that uh boxing game that you could that you know I don't know if you ever played the boxing one. I always did as a kid. Oh yeah, so yeah, was, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, the one on uh, Wii Sports, right? Yeah, Wii Sports. Yeah, it's so funny that uh, there would be certain me's that were harder and harder to beat, and uh, mm-hmm. I think the hardest one was the uh, the. Uh, the bald uh, black guy that had like the frown and the mustache. I think mm-hmm. he did have a mustache. I can't remember if he had a mustache or not, but he, uh, I mean, yeah, he <laughs> was so hard to beat and I could never beat him. So. <laughs> oh man. I didn't play that one too much, but man, that one got you sweating bullets. When yeah, it, it did. It really, really did. Enough. I don't know, but Man, um, so many good memories with the with the Wii, man. It's so many good memories with old Nintendo consoles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I want to do more. I'll definitely do. I think we should at some point soon do a handheld console one. And I know a lot of Nintendo should. stuff is going to be in there, obviously, because they kind of dominated the handheld. Uh, yeah. A long time. A long time. Um, I mean, they still kind of have. I mean, still there do. Was the, yeah. there's, the PS, there's the PSP. And stuff like that, but I am right, but right. But other... still, you know, it's uh, Nintendo really did like outshine a lot, and so Microsoft never came out with a handheld, did they? I don't. No, think. I, don't I mean, I don't. Maybe they did. I have to do more research, but I don't think so. Yeah. Like, eh. I mean, if if they did, it probably it flopped because I, yeah. I can't think of it. So. No, I can't think of it either. But with all that being said, though, I just to finish out the podcast for tonight. I want to ask well, you here. What's oh, up? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I had a few fun facts we never got to. Oh yeah, you know what? No, go for it. Go for it. Shoot a shoot a couple fun facts. Okay, these are a couple fun facts. I know normally I, I sneak them in. I'm gonna be honest. This there wasn't really much time to sneak them in. Um, mm-hmm. uh, fun fact about Nintendo. Do you know what Mario and Luigi's last name is? Plumber. Wait, I don't know. Uh, Mario. Well, you do want to take a guess? It's honestly Gonzalez. Is it no. Mario Bros? No. Okay, well, I'm out of guess. So, Mario and Luigi's last name is Mario. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. You so, Mario's name is Mario Mario? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm right. not. It, it's it's a really funny uh, thing. Uh, his, uh, did you know Mario actually has a 27-foot vertical leap? Wow, well, they don't call him Jumpman for nothing. <laughs> Yep, and then also, uh, did you know that Nintendo actually thought about making a phone uh, instead of an really? iPhone? Yeah, instead of an iPhone or Android, you could have had a Donkey Kong, uh, Donkey Kong mobile in your pocket. Uh, the idea was, <laughs> why was, was that not a thing? I don't know, but the idea was a Game Boy merged with a smartphone, which is basically every phone on the market nowadays. But that's uh, sick, though. Like Nintendo yeah. would have made a cool one, though. You know. Yeah, they would have. Uh, with Nintendo announcing the new uh, renewed mobile gaming strategy, uh, many of Nintendo uh, phone, uh, maybe a Nintendo phone isn't you know the far so far fetched. They may actually still do it. Apparently, the company has had its hands on a lot of different uh, projects, obviously over the years. So, wow, um, it'd be interesting if Nintendo actually uh, had their own little phone line. That I I would buy it. So, yeah, right. Just parent, you know what's like- going. You know it's gonna be good. AT and T or something, and just go to town. 
Yeah. Wow, so. that would be that would be really really interesting <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. But I feel like I mean it's Nintendo. Like, come on, like I, even if it's like not that good, it's gonna be somewhat good, right? In its own way, I feel like. <laughs> so yeah. that would be really interesting to see. I don't know if they'll do it, but man, that would be cool. I don't know, little Donkey Kong phone in your pocket, not little Zelda phone. You don't have to pay for that, man. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh well, you uh, got any more facts? Or are you uh, you good? I have one. Okay. Um, so, what is Bowser? Do you know? Uh, uh is he a Koopa Troopa? A turtle? Uh, no, he's actually a bull. No. Yep. Uh, Bowser was created uh, by Nintendo designer and producer uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, Miyamoto had first envisioned uh, Bowser as a bo- as an ox, uh, basing him uh, from the Ox King from the from the toy, I don't know how to read that toy animation film uh, Alakazam the Great. Um, he looked more like uh, sorry the uh, Nintendo designer Takashi Tezuka pointed out he looked kind of like a turtle more than an ox, and so that's how he kind of became. Uh, the hybrid, because I mean, you, you look at him; he actually has the horns and everything. Yeah, I um, mean, you're you're not wrong. You know, I see it, but that giant yeah. turtle shell really uh, sends you in the left field a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, well, I mean, he's kind of a, I guess he is a mi- mixture of it. He, I mean, technically, he's a he's a giant Koopa. Yeah, um, but he's based off of an ox. Wow. I didn't know that, actually. Cool. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Anyway, thanks for looking those up, dude. I have one more question to ask before we close out the podcast for tonight. But overall, given all of Nintendo's failures and successes and ups and downs throughout, you know, uh, their their time span, uh, what makes you think or why do you believe Nintendo was as successful as it is today? Um all honesty i would probably have to say there's a couple different reasons uh for one quality control on nintendo's kind of always been up there um it's they've always done an excellent job in making sure that all the games come out finished and all the games uh all the products that they released were actually pretty heavy uh pretty nice quality uh but on top of that they kind of have just since they've been you know, they kind of debuted. They've had nonstop hitters back to back to back to back. I mean, God's sakes, you got uh, all all the ones you've listed, uh, uh, all the Mario games and Luigi and all the spinoffs. You had, you know, Donkey Kong and the arcades. Um, you had all the Zeldas. You had all the Pokemon games. You had all the Sonic. Uh, well, no, I guess Sonic the Hedgehog was uh, that Seiko, wasn't it? Um, you had all all these different huge hitters, and mm. I think that's kind of what kept them going is mm. that people they just never stopped. I mean, they really, I mean, yeah, they they I'm sure they've had some games that didn't do well, but they've never like had a huge amount of flops. I mean, they've had flops, but they, not to the extent of other game companies. I think that's what really, uh, you know, kind of kept them going. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good part of why they're so huge nowadays. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's those are all really good points, actually. I, I would have to say probably kind of similarly how you have to say it. Or, <coughs> but I would say like one thing I think Nintendo did correctly was they followed their own path and their own creative outlets. And they and they never, you know, stooped to other people's levels or what people thought were going to be flops. They If they wanted to do something, Nintendo, they went and did it, you know, no matter what somebody might say they they just followed their own creative intuition um yeah. and focused more you know on the game than on minor like uh, things that weren't as important like graphics or specs you know in a console they focused on making a good experience through and through every time even when it was something different like the Wii they set the bar you know for uh for gaming in that style because you know you had the playstation move that came out after and the you know xbox connect that followed shortly but it just didn't hit as hard it didn't hit the same as how nintendo did it so you know i giving it i give it nintendo so much respect where it's due oh absolutely they, they never wavered on you know what they wanted to do and they never wavered in quality you know throughout the years so they never sacrificed that so I think yeah. that's 100% why Nintendo is as successful as it is today and will continue to be so in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I don't think they kind of are. I mean, they they realistically are kind of just the, the, the I wouldn't say godfather, the you know father of gaming. I really do think so. Yeah, they're pretty it, goaded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo is something else, man. They are the, you know, the godfather, the grandfather of gaming they are the goats <laughs> you yeah. know so uh, respect where it's due nintendo and uh, uh miyamoto man it's respect where it's due uh but without further ado i guess that will end out the podcast for tonight thank you so much chris again for for joining on tonight it was as fun as always so yeah oh, absolutely thank you for being on man and talking about this hey, uh, thanks for having me and uh thank you to everyone out there listening we are going to, for those who are wondering, we are going to probably going to be moving the podcast to Wednesday, uh, where we record it and release it. So, uh, podcasts, I guess, uh, will be re- released. Is that correct, Alec, on Wednesday? Hopefully. We were trying to figure out, you know, there's been some scheduling issues with our work and trying to record and get things edited. So, for the most part, we're going to be switching the release dates to, you know, either Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, but keep in, in tune for that. We're going to still keep you guys in the loop keep you updated every week for you know podcasts in the future so we're not going anywhere uh so we're here we enjoy doing it so if you guys are listening then (laughs) if i have to tie you down uh to a chair and uh with a mic in front of your mouth we'll do it that's the only way i want to do it so let's make this happen (laughs) (laughs) oh well but thank you all for listening to the one more game podcast Uh, if you like this episode or any of the ones preceding it uh please go ahead leave a five-star review uh either on uh, spotify apple music or whatever uh uh, channel you're listening to this podcast through and uh we we appreciate it so much it really helps us out so uh, just one more game (laughs) all right thank you